Hello and welcome. You have made another great decision streaming another stellar episode of Mac Watson Talks. On this episode, a house full of snakes, rattlesnakes. How did it happen? Oh, we'll tell you. It's cold, man. It's snowy everywhere except Phoenix. Is that a good thing? Also, the legislature wants to pass and give you education about sex trafficking. Is the bill going to pass and should it pass? We will talk about that as well. All that and a lot more is coming up, so let's get started. This is episode 261. Well, we are finally out of the cold. Now, in Arizona, they got a lot of rain. They think they got cold i mean they were no. they were complaining about having to cover their plants right no 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 we had at one point it was minus 28 degrees and the wind chill was down around minus 40 and we had maybe two to three inches of snow maybe right, right. but it was blowing snow so it would drift so you never knew what was going on so that cold snap came over the entire 48 states the lower 48 all this week, so it affected the Iowa caucuses, it affected the NFL playoffs, it affected a lot of things. But if you think, it, and if you're listening in Arizona, and you think that it was cold there, no, 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 sorry, not going to buy it. But a cold snap did come through, and we are finally digging our way out of it. So today, it was actually 36 degrees, I think, and by this weekend, it's going to be in the 40s, so that's really good. So... um if 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 you were to choose cricket, heat or cold, what would you choose? Cold every time. Now, see, that's interesting because we can both only lived take, in Arizona for a long time. You can only take off so much clothes. <laughs> yeah, that's true. You can always put on layers. You can always put on another layer. Yeah. So toward the end of my stint in Arizona, before we left, I was just sick and tired of the thin film of sweat that was always on the back of my neck in December. You know what I mean? Right. It, it was, you know, we know in June, July, August was just brutal into September. But I'm talking like some days in December, you'd go out in the sun and you'd be like, oh, geez, I'm sweating again. Mm-hmm. So we moved. And, and and I kind of agree with you, although although I will say, and I don't know about you, but I have noticed if I if it's really cold, like if it's minus 30, minus 20 Mm-hmm. For like three or four days in a row, I start getting sad. Seasonal affective disorder, not just droopy. You know what I mean? I start getting like in a bad mood. I think you are perpetually in a bad mood, though. Oh, geez. Okay. But, I knew, you that, know, was, that's I knew that was going to, I knew you were going to come up with that, that I'm perpetually in a bad mood. But no, you can feel it. You can feel it in your bones. So every morning when I would leave at, you know, four o'clock in the morning to go to work, and that garage door would open, and you would feel that chill, yeah. that 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 cold air, that all the heat would just be sucked out of the garage. It 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 drains you. You know what I mean? Well, and walking in the cold takes your breath away. It does. It does. It takes your breath away, and it makes your teeth hurt. Your teeth are actually cold when you walk in the uh, you know uh, when you're trying to breathe. Your your teeth actually start hurting. It's almost like an ice cream freeze or a brain freeze. Right. Okay, so I, so let's get into some other news. So we, we've given you the weather update. In Arizona, did you know the average age of a child is 13 who becomes a victim of sex trafficking? 13. Um, yes, I can believe that. So January is Human Trafficking Prevention Month in the state of Arizona. So as children continue to spend more time on social media, you've got predators online 
they have become more savvy in targeting and exploiting them. So child sex trafficking and Internet crimes against children are growing concerns. State lawmakers have introduced a new bill that is the goal is to educate parents about the risks. So this would actually teach parents how to recognize somebody online wanting to maybe traffic your child. And we've talked about this before on the podcast. Some of those warning signs, things parents should be doing to protect their kids from it. And it, and just to add to what you said, it's actually human trafficking prevention month worldwide. Oh, worldwide it is too, not just Arizona. Mm -hmm. Okay. So, so uh, Republican representative Matt Gress from Phoenix says, and he's one of the bill's co-sponsors. I think that parents have done a great job of protecting their kids physically from the physical world, but I think they are struggling with various avenues that kids can get access to in the virtual world. And that's why we're doing uh, this bill. So give me an example of how a predator goes online and f- tries to traffic your child. What do they do? Do they do they act like they're the same age? Do they do they like like how does it start? Do you know? Can right. you give us an example? So they'll be on a website where kids go. So you know, a perfect example of that is Snapchat. Okay. And they'll look for people who are snapping who are like, my mom is such a drag. Or, you know, I hate my dad or right, something like that, that kind of thing. And then they will befriend them. It, a lot of times it's not the trafficker. It's his um, kind of his, I, would, I don't know if they would say it's his mule, but it's somebody who's working for him. Okay. Is recruiting girls. It's usually a younger, young 20s looking for to make some fast cash Okay, and good looking and befriend her. Oh, girl, you got it. I love, you know, I think you're beautiful. You deserve more than that. You know, and then pretty soon it's like, you know, I could send you a plane ticket. You could come out here. I could help you be a model. I work with models all the time, you know, and pretty soon it's this, you know, I'll send you a burner phone. Uh, You got to check the mail so that your parents don't find the burner phone. So, you know, all of these providing all of these ways for them to be able to be drawn away from their parents. Right. Parents are the anti-drug for everything from drugs to trafficking to alcohol abuse to whatever. Does a kid necessarily like like are there are there some kids like like what are the warning signs from the kids' point of view? Like if they're always on their phone or they're not talking to their parents or what? Um, I think I don't know if you could say a kids that are always on their phone, but I think for parents, if you aren't checking your kid's phone regularly, if your kid has unlimited access to their phone, yeah. even after bedtime, yeah, that's your bad. kid is going to be at higher risk for yeah, a lot bad. of things, including things like sexting, where they send other teens in your own town a picture of them naked. Now that teen has child pornography on their phone, or your teen receives it, he has child pornography on his phone, and you are culpable because that phone is in your name. Right. So there's lots right. of reasons why your kids shouldn't have their phones in their rooms at night. Yeah, right. I think if you're looking at it from like a profiler point of view, it's the kid, not the kid who's like nerdy and doesn't care. Okay. And not the kid who's super popular and has tons of friends. Right. It's the loner. It's not even the loner. It's just the girl that, or or even boy, that is a little bit different, maybe only has one or two friends. And if if they don't call those one or two friends, they're like, yeah, well, their parents are jerks or they're kind of always yeah. a little bit aloof. So uh, not kind of a loner, but... but but, but a feeling of alone, yeah, feeling if, of detachment. If there were three girls sitting on the couch, they're not going to pick the ugly girl. They're not going to pick the, the drop-dead gorgeous girl. They're right. going to pick the, this, the sort of mediocre-looking girl. Right. They're going to always go for the boy who 
maybe has questions about his sexuality. Mm. Yeah. And and boys are trafficked just as much as girls. Yeah, that's true too. Not I mean girls higher than boys, but I but, mean they're they have a there's just a risk for them as well. Yeah. Yeah. So let's hope uh, let's hope people take advantage of this. Let's let's hope the bill is passed. Even if they don't, it's it's a great month to educate yourself and your kids. Yeah, yeah. You know, to have the really difficult kind of awkward conversations using real words. You know, yeah. and now have you talked to our daughter about it? I know, I know that I've mm-hmm. said, yes. do not talk to anybody you don't know. Right. Yes. I've had that conversation with her. Have you had the conversation yes. too? Mm-hmm. How did it go? She's like, Mom, I know. What they don't though. I mean, know. really. No, but just you keep, don't really. But we know. just keep having the same conversation over and over again. Okay. Just like we have the same conversations over and over again about sex and about, about you know, drugs and stuff like that. You know, yeah, exactly. Making out, birth yeah. control, and she's mm-hmm. always like, "Gross, stop!" Oh my yeah, god. Right. Yeah. But right. then she says, "My all my friends want to talk to you because you'll tell them the truth." <laughs> oh, jeez! You've become the mm-hmm. the. Uh, the tween whisperer, if you will, the yeah. teen whisperer. I mean, why not? Why not tell him the truth? You know, some not parents can't him, handle it. Not telling him the truth is 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 dangerous. Is was dangerous for me, and I wasn't trafficked, but I right, mean, I right. just didn't have any idea. Yeah, of what was going on? Yeah. Right. Uh, also in the news, th- this story continues to fascinate me. Do you remember the Alaska Airlines story where the door fell off? And, you know, the the airplane, and this is like at 16,000 feet, right. the airplane became uh, depressurized. Right. People's stuff was flying out. Yeah, Some a kid's, kid's shirt yeah. was sucked mm-hmm. out and a phone was sucked out. The interesting thing about that, and let me see if I can get these the... These are like Boeing 737 Maxes or something yeah, like that? Yeah, exactly, exactly. Let me see if I can get the exact uh, the exact quote. Um there, the guy who found the phone is actually a physics professor. Oh, somebody found the phone that was sucked out. Yes. Oh my god. Yes, they found it, and it was open. It was open to the flight, like ticket. What is that called? The boarding pass. The boarding pass of the actual flight. So that's how he and knew it was their like, phone. Gone to sleep yet? No, and it was, and it was working, and it still had half battery life. Can you believe that? Wow. If I am Apple, I am getting that phone and I am putting it in every ad. We we survive sixteen thousand feet, you know, drops that well, kind of that thing. That should probably be OtterBox or whatever their phone case maybe, was, because maybe Apple certainly didn't survive it. It's whatever was their case. So the the guy who founded it is actually a high school physics teacher, and he gave a theory as to how the phone actually survived. Did so you find it like in the bushes, on the grass, on the grass, pile? on the grass, in his backyard near a tree. He says that the tree. Actually, what you know, the ratio of speed and you know Slowed inertia. Right. The tree actually, yeah, yeah, cushioned it down to the ground, so it broke its inertia. Right. And when it hit the ground, it wasn't like it fell sixteen thousand feet. It was like right. it fell ten. Right. So that's pretty cool, right? It's like on the cartoons where they like fall through a bunch of awnings. And then, yes, yeah, yes, right. yeah. And it slows yeah, right. them down. Right. Don't do that yeah. in real life, though. So if you're on the Alaska Airlines plane. The jet, mm-hmm. the Supermax or whatever it's called, right? Do you want anything from Alaska Airlines? Oh, if you were on that flight. They're going to offer everybody something. Okay. Here's what, according to the Washington Post, the airline has announced it would be fully refunding everybody's flight and $1,500 in cash compensation to each passenger. Now, here's my theory. If you're in the very front and the back and away from the door, you're probably going to take that. Don't you sue anyway. If you're the guy sitting next to the door whose shirt got sucked off, yeah. 
I, if, I, if anybody on that plane, I would expect to sue. They are giving money away so people don't sue them. Right. But you know what? Some people are going to be like, you know what? I don't really, I mean, it was scary, but my emotional damage, $1,500, I'll take it. Okay. All right. So, I, you know, I, I don't know what I, how I would have reacted on that plane. there's people that are greedy that are like, I'm going to sue him for all their work. Right, exactly. Who have no emotional damage. And then there are people that are like terrified and having like nightmares. Right. They should definitely sue him. Yeah, exactly. And the people who have no emotional damage are emotionally damaged to begin with. Right. Okay, so $1,500 doesn't seem like much, but passengers I'll could. Take I'll take it. <laughs> could. Uh, I wonder, though, if you take the money, does that make you automatically well, null and void of suing them? Well, it depends on if they have you sign off on ah, a, some kind of waiver. I right, see. I right. see. Okay. Uh, by the way, again, everybody landed safely. Nobody was injured. Nobody was hurt. It was amazing. It was miraculous. But if they're just giving the $1,500 to everybody, they just give it to you. Like they're mailing it, you a check. Yeah. And you don't have to sign a waiver. But don't if you cash the check, doesn't no, that isn't that no, a contract? No, it's not. It's no. just you just received this compensation. Doesn't mean you can't get further compensation. I see. Only if you sign a waiver. So it just depends on how they're sending it out. Whether they're being completely goodwill, where they're like, we're giving it to everybody, we're not asking them to sign waivers, because that looks greedy. Yeah. And that looks like negligent. Yeah, okay. Yeah. That makes so sense. What's Boeing gonna do? Well, that, and that's the other thing too. <laughs> Boeing has grounded all of their, all of those jets, whether it's Alaska, Hawaiian Air, get sued you know. Too. Oh yeah, you mm, know they have to. They have yeah. to be. So it, it, think it, of that child. They're never going to want to fly again. Or he thinks it's the coolest thing to have it. You, rem you know, remember our child <laughs> thought it was really cool that something happened, and we're like, "What are you nuts?" Right. You know, it my shirt was sucked off. Look at me. You know, whatever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I found the perfect gift for you for Valentine's Day. Oh, okay. From our son. Oh, from our son. Lego has created a special bouquet for oh. roses on Valentine's Day. Okay. Well, you need to buy it and help him build it. The Lego. I'll buy it. The Lego well, icon. If I help him build it, then it's not a gift. His sister can. The Lego icon's bouquet of roses, and this is what it says, depicts a dozen red roses, including four in full bloom, four blooming, and four in bud, along with a scattering of small white flowers. And how much? Uh, first of all, what's the age on it? Is it like 18 plus, 10 plus? Oh, I don't know. It doesn't say. You know how they have that on the... Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I have to look at it. Don't get it for him if it's like 18 plus. It, the Lego Icons Bouquet of Roses, uh, you can get online or at the Lego stores, $59.99. Yeah, see? And it lasts forever. Every <laughs> year. You just give them every year. Take it back and give it in the next year. <sighs> okay. Take it back, dust it off, give it the next year. Will do. All Will right. do. Yeah. So this happened in Tonopah. Somebody took a video sharing the snake catching services rattlesnake solutions, showing it took cutting holes in the wall and ceiling. Ugh. Holes in the wall and ceiling to catch the snakes. Four were removed in a series of hair-raising encounters. And in one case, a worker... How did they even know they were in there? Like they saw them and oh, they oh, ran oh. up the walls? Maybe. Or? or they heard rattling? I don't know. They don't just rattle along. <laughs> in one case, a worker stuck his hand in the ceiling to find a gas line and heard... Oh, oh, oh. So they discovered it. A, it, it the, they were renovating the home when a worker was trying to find a gas line in the ceiling and heard something rattling. Days later, he looked up to see a rattlesnake reversing his way down backwards like he was backing into a parking spot down into the wall. Whew. Okay, uh, Marissa Mackey, 
I've talked to her, actually. Veteran snake catcher Marissa Mackey, who's part of the the, the Rattlesnake uh, Roundup group, said that was crazy. I'm really glad they rattled at him because he could have been bitten and injured. Which is why they rattled to tell you to go away because they away. don't actually want to bite you. Right. You're not, she says, you're not thinking when digging into your wall that you're going to run into a rattlesnake. It's just not something that's probably on your mind, but it's on his mind you right be now. thinking about black widows, but you know, rattlesnakes, no. It took two visits to flush out all the snakes who likely came and went as they pleased How by following the gas line. How do that you have all of them? Did they use like some kind of heat sensing technology? Maybe, maybe. Uh, not that snakes have heat because they're reptiles. Right. <laughs> Marissa suspects they intended to spend winter in the wall. Yeah, I'm not doing it. I'm like, burn it to the ground, sell it. (laughs) That's right. Start all over. (laughs) There's no way. Uh, They, oh, oh, the people who are renovating the home said they're going to put it up for sale. Do they have to disclose that? Does the realtor have to disclose, yeah, there was a rattlesnake den in the walls? No, but you should always Google your seller's name to see if they had a rattlesnake problem that made the news. Oh, yeah? If you're going to put it in the news, why? then you're screwed. You oh, know? yeah, yeah I right. know. I know. Duh. Uh, this past uh, weekend, January 14th, you know what day that was? Happens every year. The 14th of January? Yep. Yeah. What do people do in Phoenix? No pants light rail ride. Oh, that's right. I saw that. 2024, no pants light rail ride. Let me tell you something. People in their undies. People who do this are just plain losers and need to get a job. No, they not. need to get their life together. They're hipsters. They're hipster doofuses that need to actually help society and provide for society it, instead you know of it's being like, stupid. It's like naked soccer. Have you heard it? They Who have, the hell plays naked at soccer? At Luther College, they have naked soccer. I'm sure they do it at other colleges, Where? Too. Luther College? Yeah, in Iowa. In Iowa, okay. And it's not really naked. Oh, really? Then what is it? It's like underwear soccer, but they call it naked soccer. Oh, boy. Okay. It's just fun to do, and kids like to do fun. I mean, 20-ishes like to do fun things like that. Now, wait a minute. Wait a minute. You didn't go to Luther College. No. You've never been to Iowa. I've been to Iowa, and I had an ex that went to Luther College. What are you talking about? Oh, oh, you had an ex that went to Luther College. That's how you know about it. But I have been to Iowa. Okay, okay. Twice. Really? Yeah. Twice? Yeah. I wouldn't go there if you paid me. Not in the summer, man. Oh, the funny. sound of the, the, what are those insects? What? The cicadas? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. it sounds like they're in your car, The man. plague? Yeah. So funny story. Way back when, when I was first hired in Phoenix, there was another guy who would, who did um, middays, like 830 to noon, right? And he was the big guy. I mean, he was like the big guy they got from Dallas, right? Daryl. Daryl. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, I was doing afternoons. Daryl was doing middays, and then there was like Glenn back on in the in the in noon or whatever. And uh, my boss sat me and Daryl down and said, "Which one of you wants to go to Iowa for the caucuses? <laughs> we were going to cover the 2008 caucus." And I looked at Daryl and I said, "I'm not going." <laughs> and I just was Did like, "Nope." Oh, he went. Not only did he go. That's like when they, when like 12 News sent their anchors to China for the Olympics. I'm like, what? Why wouldn't you do that? I don't know. It All just right. seems weird. So not only did Daryl. there go- national anchors covering it? Do we really that need. That too? Do we really need Phoenix reporters that. covering it? Oh, okay. Well, anyway, that too. Yeah. Anyway, um, Daryl not only went, he snuck in and participated in the caucus, which he shouldn't have done. Because you have to be from Iowa. So what did you do? You like, have to be ra- an Iowa he voter. His hand or? Yeah. He basically said, I want to vote for this guy. <laughs> it's funny. 
and he got the audio and everything. It was pretty funny. My my boss was just ecstatic. So anyway, um, Daryl comes back, and I said, you know, we were just talking about something because he got he would get off at noon, and I would come in like at eleven or whatever. So we'd cross paths. And I said, hi, how was Iowa? He said, I now understand why you didn't want to go. I'm like, see? You've never been there. I don't need to. I've seen pictures. Uh, uh, also in the news, you'll love this, Cricket. Don't hurry. Be happy. Merge real smooth. Some of the message messages seen on Arizona freeways. Oh, I love those signs. While the Arizona Department of Transportation. They even have like a competition every they year. They did. They yeah. had a contest. Every year, yeah. And you submitted a couple of them, right? Right. They never chose mine, and I, but I'm not holding it against them. Yeah, you shouldn't. While the Arizona Department of Transportation uses, uses humor on these signs to promote safe driving. It's a, good, it's a good idea. Lots of states do it, actually. Well, the Federal Highway Administration, those guys says freeway signs with obscure meanings, references to pop culture, or those intended to be humorous are distracting. Oh, please. They gave ADOT and some other states two years to get rid of Why them. Why do they get to decide that? Is it because of highway fed. money? Yeah, Fed. It's the Fed, yeah. If you want highway money, they you got to do what they say, right? That's how the whole 55 how do they know? miles That's, per hour thing How do thing they know? Came. Are they like, okay, submit all your, your freeway signs, and then they have some lackey in D.C. like reading through highway signs from no. every state? No, they monitor 12 News, and 12 News does a story on the ridiculous highway signs, and they go, wait a minute, we don't want that. So Where what are they, they going to do if you do it? They're going to pull all your highway money? Do you just get dinged, and they take Not away only five that, they come and they dig up all the roads. No, they don't. No, they don't. It's a, this is a dumb regulation. I know, they it is. It's not enforceable. For the last seven years, the well, it is enforceable if they don't give you the money, if they don't give you the funding, mm-hmm. right? The uh, Arizona Department of Transportation for the last seven years has held a contest to find the funniest and most creative messages for the freeway signs. Last year's winners were seatbelts always pass a vibe check. Hipster doofuses. That's not, that's not distracting. I'm just a sign asking drivers to use turn signals. Wasn't that yours? No. No, no that was another one. That was another one that they... Uh, Is it distracting because people try to take pictures of it and like, yes, post it on social yes, media? Yes, or slow down to try to read it and all that kind of stuff. So, you know, I never I never saw the big deal. I never saw the big deal. I just it, think so. it's unenforceable. That's just me. Okay, okay. All right. All right. Do you have a... I'm ready. Do you want to do a Ken Mac ruin it? Sure. Okay. John Ivanowski. John Ivanowski mm-hmm, okay. is a person who has kidney disease and which leads to kidney failure. And he had been on dialysis. How am I going to ruin this? It sounds like this guy's life is ruined already. And he's waiting to get a kidney transplant. Oh my God. Okay. Um, but he had objections to To what? To some family members who had offered to give him a kidney. Oh, so like like a cousin said, I'll give you one. And he said no. Yeah, yeah. But all of a sudden, he learned that he was he had received a kidney. So there was a match. There was yeah. So he was getting a kidney from somebody like an anonymous okay. donor, right? All right. Okay. So he thought he just came up on the list, right? Right. Okay. So the day after his successful transplant surgery, yeah, he learned that his anonymous donor was his daughter, Delaney Ivanowski. Wait a minute. He went through the surgery and never knew it was his daughter. Right. She wanted to donate her kidney to her dad, um, but he objected to her donating. Why? Does it say why? 
Like, do they not get along? Are they estranged? No, he just didn't want her to have the surgery. Oh, okay. I've heard that when you're the, when it's... The donor. The donor's surgery is actually yes. worse than the recipient's. Yeah, I've heard that too. Um, And so when he found out after it, um, she walked into his hospital room wearing a hospital gown, Ooh. which seemed sort of suspicious. Okay. And there it was a very emotional moment that was posted on TikTok. And she's she just wants that story to help raise awareness for other... Families in need of organ donations. Okay. All right. She did say it does hurt, but the pain is worth it in the end. Okay. So, you know, I, I just thought this is such so great that she was able to do it even though he didn't want her to. I mean, she's young. Yeah. Obviously, her mom gave permission. Right. Let me tell you something. If her father has kidney problems, she's going to have kidney what problems. What if she, he has kidney problems because he drank or something? No, that's liver, not kidneys. Oh. So if she has kidney problems, she's just screwed herself yeah, over by 50%. Maybe her mom has good genetics. Let's hope. Let's hope. Because now she's down to one kidney. So you know I, what, I never want to donate a kidney. a nice kid who will give her a kidney. Oh, and you hope. And so it goes, right? You, ho you hope, absolutely. But yeah. then you may have raised Ted Bundy. You know, we never know. Ted Bundy had nothing to do with kidneys. You're weird. <laughs> no, you do ruin everything. Yeah, I know. That's just some of the news this week. Thanks, Cricket. Thank you, Max. Are you a patron on Patreon? Are you getting free bonus material every month from Mac Watson Talks? You should become a member now. For as little as $5, you get a bonus episode every week. We talk about our marriage. We talk about our kids. Anything that has to do with the Watson household or what's going on with the Watsons, that's in the bonus material every month. Here's an example. I always had a curfew. And I... And I was always told where I could be and what I could do, and they checked the mileage on my car. Oh, oh, see, that to me, well, my dad did something like that, too. Yeah. Right, and we talked about that before. And and the other thing was is that, so then I started being like, well, this is BS. So I would, <laughs> I would say I'm spending the night at this person's house. At my friend, my friend, okay. my friend Kenya's house. Yeah, right. So I was spending the night at her house. Well, her parents were actually out of town, and we weren't spending oh. the night at her house because her house was like hella up the South Fork. Where would you go? And so if we, if I didn't wasn't up the South Fork, then that meant I had like sixty miles to cruise Maine. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez. And our friend Lee, who was a senior, lived in a trailer park behind like where Rimrock Tire is here yeah, in town. Yeah, right. And she was having a party, and there was like all these boys there from Pal. Why would they come from another town? Free beer. Her sister was old enough to buy beer. Oh, jeez. So you would be drinking with your friend Kenya, and your parents thought you were spending the night out on the South Fork, which is way outside of town, has a bunch of ranches on it. Uh -huh. Okay. So did you ever get busted? Uh-huh. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah. Want to hear the rest? Go to patreon.com slash Talks. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash Talks. And for as little as $5 a month, you too can be a patron on Patreon. Now it's time for Tales from the Crib, where we tell you stories from the Watson household. Now, as we mentioned earlier, it was really cold in Wyoming this last weekend. Sometimes the wind chill down to the negative 40s, almost the negative 50s. It was cold. Like, it was. Like, it was so cold that when you would go out to shovel the snow, even if people had walked on it, it just came right up off the sidewalk it, because it hadn't had any melting. Yeah. So even if it was It like, was real fine powder. Yeah, it was crazy. Yeah. And it was just like... Like the in in our cars, like we we immediately cleaned out half of the garage so we could pull my car inside. We did. We moved a bunch of stuff we out of the were way. Like, it is so yeah. so cold. So so like even like the display screens in your car, 
the crystal display screens wouldn't work very well. They would it freeze was so or disappear. Cold, but we only had room for my car to get in. But it was fine because your car started and you went to work. Okay, so my car started. You're right. And your car always complains about starting. Yeah, it does. It which does. I told you means you need a new battery. But right. You're so like, it started. No, it starts. It's fine. It started on last Wednesday when it started getting really cold that it would turn over. But man, it was like. So it was like double, but it start. double complaining. Yeah. So it would start. Right. It would it would it would turn over and, and then I could get to work. And, and it was still fine. You were like, it started. So it's yeah, fine. It's fine. It's fine. So Friday. Friday, I go to work, and it is, again, bone-chilling cold. And I mean, so I dropped the, car, the kids off. It was like negative 17. Yeah. So I get to work, and I don't think anything of it. I don't think anything of it. I you know, I know, and then we off we go. So I don't think anything of it. So Friday afternoon, I'm getting ready for the weekend. You know, I've got Loverboy cranked. Everybody's working for the weekend. I'm, you know. It's like minus 19. Minus 19. The wind chill is like minus 30, 35. So I get out to the car and I start it and it's, whoa, that's it. Well, the radio worked. The radio still worked. The fan worked, but it was, whoa, whoa, whoa. wouldn't start, would not start. Okay. So I, you know, finally, you know, I, I finally acknowledge that, okay, maybe I might need a new battery. So. But it I, was so flipping cold. That it was. Day. It was. Now the lucky part, because we live in such a small town, you were literally a mile away at the grocery store. Not you even. were right I down was, the road. I was like, I was like two blocks away. Yeah, you were right down the street at the grocery store. So I said, "Hey, come and get me. Come and get me, and so, we'll figure it out later." So we kind of just left it there over the weekend, thinking, "Well, maybe when it gets warmer, right? It could start. It, it could would start, start right. and then so no we big deal. would take it." And get to the shop. So Sunday, it was cold. So Monday morning, I had to figure out how to get to work because my car is still at work. So this is this is also why it's great to have your dad here. Because now... Because <laughs> otherwise you would have to drive your truck, which is a nightmare. I couldn't have driven the truck. It was so drive, right. right. It, it was, it, we wouldn't have gotten anywhere. So I borrowed your dad's car. Mm-hmm. And I've used your car, your dad's car for the almost the entire week. Mm-hmm. Now again, small town, right? I call AAA on Monday. AAA calls me back. It's not like AAA in Phoenix, people. No, it is not. They don't have little vans with the AAA logo on the side <laughs> they, with a bunch of batteries in the back. They and have all that. one local tow company that, that they're contracted with. One. Yep. So I call AAA and, and I like, wait. Of course we can help you. Hang on a second. And I wait. And I wait. And I wait. And then I get a call they're, out they're of Salt Lake. Dispatch. Yeah, dispatch. We dispatch right. it. Yeah. So then I call, get a call from Salt Lake, and this woman says, hi, this is Melanie from AAA. Are you in a safe place? They always ask you that. Mm-hmm. And I say, well, I feel a little depressed, but, you know, and anyway. Um, so I, uh, I say, yes, I'm in a safe place. She goes, I'm so happy to hear that. I've got bad news. What? The dispatch's truck, tow truck. So they dispatched it to this tow company, right? In Here Cody. in Cody. And the tow company set called back and was like, "No, no, no, no." The dispatch from Triple A called. No, but they called when they dispatched it to them. Then the tow company called Triple A and was like, "We can't take it. Their truck's broken. <laughs> Their truck's broken down in the middle of a snowstorm." Yeah, you think that that's in like the middle of cold, primo like towing time. Bingo. That's what I'm thinking. Because people get in accidents. That's what I'm thinking. People's batteries die. That's what I'm thinking. So I call you again and go, I can't believe this. And you have the brilliant idea 
of, okay, their tow truck doesn't work. Well, call them and say, hey, look, I need... I don't actually need a tow. (laughs) Right. I don't need a tow. I need you to come up and change the battery or give me a new battery, right? Because if it, if it was AAA in Phoenix, they would come. They wouldn't tow you. They'd change your battery. Right, exactly. Right. <laughs> That's not what happens here. So Tuesday rolls well, it around. it could happen. If they carried batteries and a, and a AAA car, but they don't have one. Well, no, but I mean, the tow truck company is actually a, a repair shop. Yeah, true. Right? True. So Tuesday comes and I call and I say, I need, I this is what I need. I need a battery if you can come up. Okay, we'll schedule schedule you for two o'clock. Two o'clock comes nothing. Two fifteen comes nothing. Two thirty comes nothing. I call them at two thirty five and I go, "Are you?" Oh, no, 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 no. I didn't tell you this. I call them. No answer. Nobody answers. I call them back five minutes later. The woman finally says, "I'm really sorry. We can't get to you until at least after three thirty. And I said, "You know what? Don't worry about it. I'm going to call tomorrow." She said. I'm really sorry, but thank you. Click. So I call her the next day. <laughs> I go home and I use your dad's car again. Right. So I, I call the next day, which is now Wednesday. So I've been without a car since Friday. It is now Wednesday. And I say, hey, I called yesterday. Just wanted to, look, just wanted to see, do you have me on the schedule for like 11? And she said, you know, I feel really bad that we couldn't help you yesterday. Do you just want me to come right now? It's like 10, 15. Mm-hmm. And I said, sure, if you can. Five Again, small town. Five minutes later, this woman rolls up in, in. like a Mazda. You know, <laughs> I mean, you know, just a regular car. And has a battery in the back from the shop. A new battery. A yeah. new battery from the shop. And whips out her tools. I open the hood of my car. She changes it. It The car starts. And she's like, okay, there you go. And I said, okay, how do I? And she goes... Oh, forget it. I don't, don't don't pay me right now. Swing by. Swing by? Yeah, just come by the shop and just pay me later, later this afternoon. I'm like, wait, wait. Again, this is not Phoenix. I'm like, wait a minute, wait, 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 wait. She didn't ask for my license. She didn't ask for my AAA card. She didn't ask for anything. She just showed up, replaced my battery, and then didn't take payment. Just show up tonight. Just come by later this afternoon. Okay, so I go by later this afternoon, and she immediately recognizes me and says, oh, hey, the battery's working. And she gives you a AAA rate. A AAA rate, right, and a warranty. This is the same woman that when our child left the light on in your car overnight yes and ran your battery down yes so she you, came there's nothing and, wrong with the battery but he let the car he let, left the overhead light on right she came and jumped your car that's right but AAA called her yes and you that's were right like, this woman showed up in a truck it's like they're dispatch they dispatch this woman to do all these towing. right exactly exactly <laughs> So, Which is surprising. Yeah, it is. So so it was great. Don't get me wrong. I really appreciated it. I appreciated it. But again. Small town. Yeah. No, no, no. You don't, don't pay me now. Just stop just, by later. Just swing by. No, no, no. I love it. It was just swing by. What, what if you hadn't swung by? How would she find you? I mean, I guess she knows where I you work. I guess she knows where I work, <laughs> okay, right? So she came up And to she got to identify the car, right? right? So I just thought that was interesting. So, She'd be like calling later. Is somebody there with the green car? They, yeah, they owe me some money. Right, yeah. right. So I uh, got my battery changed mm-hmm. five days later. Five days later, I got my battery changed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, you got it done. And I mean, she did it, and it's still cold. It was like oh, 35 yeah. degrees, but that's not exactly warm. No, 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 no. And she was, just, and I peppered her with questions and all this kind of stuff, and she answered all my questions. It was great. It was great. Did you learn anything? Could you change your battery by yourself? I think time? I could. Yeah. I think I could, yeah. 
Yeah. I think I think I would have the ability, if I remember correctly, how to change my own battery. Well, yeah, that'd be great. Keep in case it doesn't work out. I asked her about that. She said, keep it in the glove box. Keep it, keep it there. Take it out. You know, right. we'll give you warranty. It's not like super computerized, probably. No, no, no. No, not at all. The place where I take my car here, they are computerized. Oh, they are? Yeah. Okay. okay. So like when, the, when I came in one time and I had... I had a slow leak. They were like, oh, you bought your tires here, which I did when I was on vacation here. That's right. Yeah. And they knew it. And they were like, you know, flats are free. We fix flats for free. Which is great. <laughs> because you bought your tires here. And I was right. like, really? That's weird that you know that because I didn't know that I bought my tires But here. they're computerized. <laughs> yeah. So that's great. Yeah. They, um, they, I think they tie it to your phone number. I think they tie, you know, all your service to your phone number. Yeah. It's not your name, I think. Yeah, maybe. I, I don't think. know. Right. And that is Tales from the Crib. You hear the music, you know what that means. It is time for the last word. All right, we know that it was cold last week in a lot of places. A ton of places got snow, but I've never heard of this. For at least the second time in as many days, the Iowa State Patrol has caught a driver going over 90 miles an hour while the state was experiencing blizzard conditions. Jeez. The state patrol used a rolling eyes emoji in a Facebook post last Friday after a trooper stopped a driver going 92 miles an hour in a 70 mile an hour zone in northern Iowa. Most of us would assume we wouldn't have any high-speed posts today, right? Wrong, says the Facebook post. Trooper Walkins stopped this out-of-control driver on the I-35 in northern Iowa today. Ridiculous and unacceptable. Oh, my goodness. Now, there's no reason given why the driver was going that fast, but you got to be pretty much an idiot. <laughs> you got to be pretty much of an idiot in order to drive that fast in the snow, let me tell you. Until next time. Thanks for listening to this episode of Mac Watson Talks. This episode is copyrighted and may not be reproduced without permission. Connect with us on social media. And if you like what you hear, tell your friends we love new listeners. Have a great week. And we'll talk to you next time on Mac Watson Talks.